Hey, we're live. As Cole Cyber just said before we just started. Cole, do you want to <laughs> do the intro? That was kind of good. You should do that again. And we're live. <laughs> oh my god, from, that was beautiful. I needed that this week. From the new apartment, by the way. Yes. Our realtor in the group, Cole Cyber, which if you're looking for a house or selling a house, call him. But anyway, our realtor in the group just bought a house. Congratulations on your house, Cole. How are you doing this week? Dude, it feels, feels a little empty in here still, but I'm going to have the Eagles highlights on while we're doing this. I think it's going to be uh, think it's gonna be a little better. I think it's going to Get gonna you ready to run through a brick wall. Get you all hyped up. Um, yep. The kid in the bottom left corner that looks like he's lost, Jack Dorton. How are you doing? That's doing his natural state. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic today. I'm really pumped about, you know, going live. Um, it's been a long time running. Uh, I want to thank Mike from Warzone for allowing us to do this. It means a lot to us. Um, and that's what viewers watching. So stay tuned. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Check out the YouTube link, guys. Share it with your friends on the bottom. Um, is that the right one? I think it's for the 302 Birds. But we are on Apple Music and Spotify po or Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts now. So give us a listen. Will you work out? Will you twerk? Will you dance? Will you drive? Whatever you do. I don't know. People are weird nowadays. But whatever you do, give us a listen. And last but not least, Mr. Josh Seth with the facial hair. And the crowd wants to know, is the bruise still there? Show us. All gone. Nobody All wants gone. to know that. Don't, don't yeah. tell them the crowd wants to know. You're boosting no. his ego. No. I had, had, had a lot of fans reach out, so I appreciate that. Mostly uh, my family that watches, so love you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for caring. Uh, yeah, we're, we're live. I'm excited. Got some good Eagles talk going on. A lot of stuff has happened, uh, not even with the birds, but in the NFL in general. So excited to dive into it. Also, also, new swag, guys. New swag, 302 birds. Yeah, got show, them, uh, show them what you got on the camera. I'll give you the uh, screen time. Show them. Show them the back, boom, too. Boom. Yeah, give them the spotlight. Fucking, uh, you know, boom, boom, 302. You're representing, you know, excited for the swag. Dude, you've been working out. I have, actually. Dude, I notice. Good Lost for you, bro. so far, baby. You're like, mmm, balding yeah. up a little bit, bro. Yeah. Can you show us your muscle real quick? Sorry, I had to. I had to. But anyways, um, it's a great week, guys. Everybody's doing well. Um, look, there's a lot to analyze after it's the last game. Um, Cole, I want you to take this one first. What were your initial thoughts walking away from that Kansas City game? Were you happy, sad, and why so? Um, I guess I can just say what's going through everybody's head, right? Uh, why are we running the ball, first of all? And... As far as Jalen – dude, I wasn't actually too upset with the way Jalen Hurts played. Not that upset. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't that upset. Not as bad. He definitely wasn't as bad as last week at all. Can we agree on that? Yes. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. And he looks a lot better. Like, Cole, you make a good point. I think as Philly fans, we are sometimes overly too critical of quarterbacks. And I think, like – he had a decent game, at least. Like, especially against the Chiefs, like they're the best team in the NFL. You gotta be scared. What do you think? I didn't. I didn't like. It's almost like he doesn't know how to scramble. I. Uh, I didn't like his scrambling. You know what I mean? Did anybody yeah. else notice that? It was kind of like awkward at times. Either of you guys, Josh, Jack, either of you want to take this? I think. I think he's trying to fight the urge to leave the pocket immediately. Uh, but in return, it almost seems like when there's a lot of pressure in his face now, he's doing that like backpedal thing where he runs back 10 yards and then he's trying to chuck it up on his back foot, which isn't good. Like there was a fourth down play where it looked like he threw it out of bounds, but in reality, he was trying to give his receivers a chance. It's just he was backpedaling, throwing off his back foot, and it ha and that the mechanics of that lead to an inaccurate pass. So he needs to fix that, but. Personally, I thought Hertz played really well. Um, 
I can get more into it after Cole finishes his points. I think Hertz played the best he could have played given the circumstances. Oh, yeah, bro. It's the Cole, too. Cole, well, we're on this topic, too. After, I want you to follow up because we're going to do a Hertz weekly evaluation. So give me like a grade for Hertz, too, like an A, B, you know. I'll say this. I'll say this. I think the biggest takeaway from Hertz this game was the one point where you, Salucci, Josh, and I all sent a text in the group chat and said, "What the what the hell was that throw in the in the first quarter? That touchdown, clear as day, right? Like, there's no reason to miss that throw, especially if you're Jalen Hurts." Yeah, dude, it was it was despicable. Jack and I were at the game. Um, Jack, what what would be well actually real quick before we move on from you, Cole, give me a grade real quick for Jalen Hurts. Like if you were a teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The grade, the grade. Um based on his improvement from last week, so I do think he improved from last week, I'd say I'd say a C minus. Okay. Okay. Jack. Yeah, um, I think – Don't give me that look, Josh. I think compared to Don't. what we saw against the Cowboys um, and the 49ers, I think they played really well this year – or this, uh, last week. Um, they ran the ball a lot more than they did the two weeks prior. Um, and we, we saw that, you know, it was very successful um, with us running the ball. Um, I think we keep doing that and not – go back to where we were week two and week three. I think um, Hertz played fairly well. He's, he's still a new quarterback, uh, so he still needs some uh, kinks to work out. Um, but I think uh, playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, um, who had the same record, they played really well. Um, the defense was a little shaky, but our offense looked really good. Um, and we'll probably hit on it later, but – I just think we need to stop with all the penalties. A little flaky. Is that how you're going to describe this defense? What was that? But I said a little shaky. That's how you're going to to uh, describe I mean, this defense. That is not the way the right word to describe this defense. I mean, I they played they played better. They played worse than they did against the 49ers and Cowboys. I think. Which was really bad. Yeah. yeah. It's atrocious is the word. What do you think, Josh? You guys are you guys are rough. I think Hertz played a good game. He I in all honesty, he only had two inaccurate passes. He missed Hertz very early, and he missed Ward uh also in the red zone. But Ward did stop. That was bad. That was, that was a bad throw, though, because that was a touchdown. Let's remember though, before we say anything, let's remember he was playing behind a makeshift offensive line, and the Kansas City defense is not good. Actually, it's really bad so let's take everything with the especially when they blitz yeah that being said i think hurts played awesome let's look in the last two games miles sanders has had nine carries and jalen hurts has had 87 dropbacks now i don't know sirianni is going to claim this is all his game plan i have a little hunch that says this is coming from the top from Lurie and howie and saying that they want uh hurts to throw more kind of as like use this as his audition year and really see what he want, like how he can handle under pressure. All that being said, I think Hertz played really well. He missed a few passes. He still has accuracy issues. That's not going to change in one week. Like that, that's going to be mechanics over the offseason as the season progresses. Um, so he played well. He didn't scramble. He didn't leave the pocket as early as I thought. Uh, he did, like in in the previous games. So overall, he played well. I'm still confused on why we're not running the ball with Miles Sanders so much. Like I said, that might be coming from upstairs. That might Sirianni's a puppet. I do think Sirianni is a good coach. I question his red zone play calling, but from the 20s to the 20s inside them, he's a good play caller, in my opinion. He's a puppet, though. He's doing whatever Lurie or Howie will tell him to do. So if they're telling him not to run the ball, to make Hurts throw it a lot, to use this as an audition that I would fully believe that. And I don't think this is going to change as the season progresses. I think we're going to be a 70, 65% passing plays offense. Okay. Fair point. I mean, I'll just go real quick. Look, um, I agree with Josh. I think you guys are a little bit harsh, but 
I mean, I also hear what Cole and Jack are saying. Um, I'm kind of in between you guys. Look, I thought about this while you guys are talking. I want to give him a B plus. I want to give him a B minus. I give him a B, like an 82, 83 performance is where I'd rank it. There were some throws that I was like, whoo, holy shit. Like this guy's our franchise QB. But like Cole said, there were a lot more questionable decisions, um, passes that should have been made, uh, decisions that should have been executed. So, I mean, I'm going to give him a B on the dot. Um, does anybody else have anything that they want to say about this topic before we move on to one? The only thing I'll say is if I, I really love Wentz, I still love Wentz, I still love Foles, always has a special place in my heart. If these two guys played the way he did Sunday and we still lost, everybody, the commenters on Twitter, the reporters, everything would have been, don't blame this on Wentz or Foles. Blame the offensive line. Blame the lack of runs. So let's – Let's try to have a little perspective when we grade a still new quarterback with a completely new offense. And you guys can greet the guests too. You guys can say what's up to Riley. I know you guys all see him in the chat. Say what's up. I mean, you can just say like, hey, what's up in the middle of your speaking. You don't have to worry about it. Riley, thank you for joining, man. I know you know everybody in here, especially these two cats on the left. And of course, Jack. Wait, who is it? It's Riley Trainer. He said what's up. He said the Ravens are goaded. You know, I don't Ed's, know. I don't know Riley Trainer. You know Ed's younger brother, youngest Who? brother. Ed's youngest brother. Who's Ed? Who Ethan? Okay. It was his Never birthday, mind. by the way. <laughs> it was his birthday. Happy birthday, Ethan! But anyway, hey, Ethan's officially twenty-one now. Yeah. Uh oh. Um, but anyway, moving on. Um, I think you guys all had had really good points about that. Um, kicking it to the next topic. I know. I want to give this one to Jack first. How do you feel? Because me and Jack were talking about this at the game because we heard it live. What was your thoughts on Lane Johnson missing the game uh, right before due to like personal family matters? Like I know you know Lane has never missed a game, but like as like a fan, what's like your biased opinion on it? Honestly, we were hurting um, on his side, but I mean, he like we said, he's never missed a single game, so it had to be serious that he missed this game for personal family. It matters. Uh, so I respect him for doing that. I don't give him any hate. Uh, I'm a family man, so I respect that a lot. Um, but he, it did hurt us a little bit, but no hate. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Cole, what what was your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I guess it just depends on how important uh, how important the family matter is. Um, I mean, you get played to to or you get paid to play football, right? And you're getting paid a lot of money to play football. And this is like, it's like showing up to work, you know what I mean? And it's like, how often do these guys have to show up to work? Yeah, they they practice every day, but like when it matters, you really got to show up. Um, but like, if it's important, you know, you can't, you got to take off work, you know? Right. It's bigger right. than football. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah. What do you think it's at? Uh, yeah, I'm reading a report here from... Do we know what it was yet? No. So that, that's what this says. Uh, this says that he just flew back to Philly today. So I'm – I kind of – Okay, so the game too. Had if to he fly out of Philly, yeah. it was probably pretty fun. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to have an opinion on this until it comes out, if it ever comes out. I I mean, Lane Johnson has given his heart to this team. He's played the last one and a half seasons on a broken ankle, basically, trying to put himself back in the game. So – yeah, I don't. I don't think we should judge until we hear. If we hear it and it seems like it's kind of soft, then we can judge. I'm sure a lot of Philly Delco people will, but until we know all the details, I think it's best to just hold off on having any any comments or uh, opinions. Yeah, I think I agree with everything you guys just said. Um, look, I think you guys all had the right answer too. Like we don't know what it is. It's 2021. Mental health is very important. I don't know what it is. It's not none of our business to know. Only reason I just asked this question is a lot of people, uh, Eagles TikTokers in the TikTok community, were very, very upset that he missed this game. And it's like, as far as we can remember, because I know we all grew up watching the Eagles at the same time, I can't remember a time that Lane Johnson missed a game. You know, and I was like, why is he missing that? Like, maybe he was injured, but like, I can't remember a time uh, like that. Um, what are what are your guys' thoughts? Um, any final thoughts? I mean, I mean, he, like you know, he gave his blood, sweat, and tears to this team. Um, I think it had to be very serious for him to miss a game because if it was something 
not as serious um, that it may have been, I think he would have still played personally. Yeah, I think that that's a fair point. Um, and this helps me want to bounce into our next topic. Uh, we're moving on from a negative into a positive. Uh, Javon Hargrave, dude, this stat, listen to this real quick, and you, one of you guys can just take it after here. The first defensive tackle in NFL history. Now, look, they started recording sacks in 1982 and tackles in 1987, so it's not in NFL history history, but in the most recent history, first NFL defensive tackle to record five sacks and 20 tackles in the first uh, four games of a season. Uh, he's simply going off. Um, anybody want to take this one first? Yeah. Thank God. Thank God somebody on the defense is showing up to play because it's the, he's the only one. He's, he's the only one. He's showing the only up. one. And you know what? I'd love I'd I would love to say that this is only because Fletcher Cox is getting double teamed, so at least Hargrave one on one or has extra room, but Fletcher Cox isn't getting double teamed and he's kind of just playing bad. Everybody on the defense is playing bad besides Hargrave. So thank and you. Thank you for playing. Thank you for showing our, up and being a beast. Our corners can't keep up. Or they couldn't keep up with Tyreek Hill. Well, our entire defensive scheme is shit. And but like I, I kind of have confidence game. in our corners. But like they just targeted Tyreek Hill so many, so many well, times. We, uh, yeah, we didn't change. We ran the same defensive scheme the entire yeah the entire game. Like it was just a basic zone defense with with a nickel corner. And then the flags, like Jack said, yeah. mm -hmm. the flags were so bad on defense. Yeah, Derek Barnett has cost us a lot of penalties. Um, yeah. Derek, Derek Barnett and Fletcher Cox, and I'll even throw Josh Sweat in. I know Josh Sweat is younger. He's still developing. They they need to figure it out, okay? You can tell that the loss of BG is killing this D-line, and it's supposed to be our main and only strength on defense, and it hasn't been. So thank God Hargrave is playing, but everybody else needs to step it up. Yeah, did you see that uh... – did you see that clip of Sirianni? Is, Sir, is it Sirianni or Sirianni? Sirianni. Did you see that know. clip of Sirianni? Um, he was talking on the sidelines, and they uh, they called a penalty on the defense, and it was it was on uh, what's his name? It was on Barnett, and he said Barnett. Something. Dude, he said he said it's always him, it or he said it's like him again or something like that. It's so true. I mean, they have they bring in refs for the practices, and he gets flagged. In practice too, yeah. And like, why are we like? We gotta have someone better. We should have. We should have discipline. We um, probably. Defense. We probably I, lose less yards putting in someone a little worse. Yeah, because they're they cost us a lot of yards. So I mean, thank thank God Barnett recovered that fumble in the yeah. Super Bowl, or else. <sighs> yeah, but back on topic, I think Javon Hargrave um, is the uh, sole. Uh, Probably the best defensive player on the defense as of right now. Uh, I think he's. It's nice that he's going off. Uh, we need that uh, with how we, how shitty we've been playing. Um, so I like the guy a lot, um, and you know I hope he keeps performing how he is. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I love him. I like the whole kick in the door every time that they get yep. a sack. Um, that's cool to see. It's good that they're having fun. Uh, but more importantly, you need to be winning games. So I'm not going to love you until, uh, you know, you get a turnover or a fumble. I'm not saying I hate you, dude. You're playing great. People always say Philly fans are the worst. We are not harsh people. We just have been let down so many times that it takes us a very long time to trust somebody. Yeah. Um, and it's just how our franchise is, unfortunately. Yeah. But Javon Hargrave was definitely the bright spot of that defense in the heartbeat last game, like all three of you guys are saying. And kind of the heartbeat of the offense last game is Kenneth Gainwell, Kenny G. Um, mm -hmm. Is he the real deal, man? Because he's already got two touchdowns this year compared to Miles. And that's our next topic. So try to focus on Gainwell because we're going to go right into the underutilization of uh, of Sanders after this. But what do you guys think? Is Kenneth Gainwell the real deal? I see Cole. Just want just just want to throw this out there. You guys can you know take it from take it from here. But uh, I said this in week one. If you if anybody wants to go back to the week one, uh, first one we did. Uh, this is exactly what I said. Mister Gainwell would be turning up. And the, I mean, it's exactly what he's doing. He's so like I think he's legit. Um, I think he showed it on Sunday. Yeah. Um, looking great this season, Jack. I can see it in your face. What are you thinking of Gainwell? Yeah, I love the kid. Um, I mean, 
we'll talk about it later. But we have top two really good running backs um, that we aren't u- utilizing. Um, and we utilized Gainwell really well on Sunday. Um, and he he's a beast. Two touchdowns, being a rookie. Like, I think, you know, he's, he's, he's legit. I think, you know, whatever happens with Sanders, I think he has a – he'll be the starter in the next couple of years if Sanders moves on. Yeah. Um, it's it's really really frustrating. Uh, Josh, what are, what are your thoughts on game well so far? Uh, I'll touch on game well in a second. Just for the Sirianni pronunciation, I think it's Sirianni if you're normal, and then if you're from Delco, it's Sirianni. Sirianni oh, Delco. Speaking of Delco, what's up, Tommy? Tom, how do you say Sirianni? Look at this guy. Oh, come on, Tom. <laughs> I guess he wasn't ready to come clicked, on camera. I clicked the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Oh boy. Hey, Sirianni. Say Sirianni. 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 Josh, your point. It's your point. Let's go. All right. Anyway, for Kenny G, I'm going to keep it simple because this is going to be more of a yelling about Sanders' misuse. Uh, yeah, Kenny, he, he's good. He Still a draft for us, in my opinion. Uh, he can do everything uh, RB1 needs to do. That's all I'm going to say. Facts. Let's give it to the man, Mr. Delco, who just came in. What were your thoughts on Gamewell that game? We were just saying he was the sole heartbeat of the offense last game. I thought he was pretty good. He, he did the same thing as he did against Dallas, too. Like he, he had a bunch of big gains, but getting him to touch the ball, that's a whole nother issue. Tom, are you talking to us on your phone? What's this what's this camera angle we got going here? It is my phone. <laughs> What is it? It's my phone. I feel like I'm watching Delco Paranormal Activities. Right? <laughs> Cole, take it away, man. Didn't I just get... Wait, wait, wait. What are we talking about? I'm sorry. I Kenneth Gamewell, what are your thoughts on him? Kenneth Gamewell, do you like him? Do you think he's uh, yeah, the real deal? I, just, I told you. I told you. He's, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. All right, moving on. Did everybody hit this point now? Sorry. Yeah, I think so. Tommy just distracted me with that Blair Witch Project angle, but dude, I mean, it just caught my eye. It did catch my eye, and so did this comment. This was the stupidest comment of the week. So, guys, I know that like we all are not very fond of our defensive coordinator so far. Besides the fact that he looks like he's eleven and a half, um, or maybe three quarters, uh, he literally said this today. He was getting interviewed. They said, "What is your defensive scheme?" He said. I don't have a defensive scheme. How are you the defense coordinator? How are you the coach of the defense and no scheme? Jesus Christ. Like, our defense has been struggling. Get get those penalties squared away. Get a, a plan. Get a scheme. We need it. Our defense sucks. Like, I mm, – that pisses me off that he says that. I don't have a scheme. Then fire his ass, honestly. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's You're right, though, dude. Like, it's frustrating. You're a defensive coordinator. I'm saying bring back Jimmy S. Bring back Jim Schwartz. That's just my opinion, though. Um, Cole, he's, what are your take, thoughts? He's on, taking a year off. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know what this kind of feels like? It kind of feels like like the Sixers. like But instead, the Eagles are – they're not lying to you and just saying, trust the process. They're just flat out saying they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like yeah. it's they're They're incapable. And I, I don't understand. I don't understand the problem. Like I don't understand Philly's issue with just we're magnets for bad coaches, but I like Doug Peterson. Don't, don't get me wrong there, but, uh, but we are magnets for bad coaches and bad managers. Um, and just to elaborate on one more thing, I agree with what you said, Cole. It's like a bad nightmare from the the Sixers. But I just wanted to say this real quick, and then we'll kick it to Tom. He he also said in the comment today that the Eagles. Let me let me read this right. Uh, we have no dime. They asked him, "Why haven't we seen a dime package all season?" He goes, "I don't have one." Anyway, um, Tommy boy, I can see it in your face. You got that. That look, that Delco look of disappointment. Tell us what are your thoughts on this kid. Well, Dolph, first off, you're wrong. He does have a scheme. It's called the Swiss cheese scheme, but that's all another issue. You know, 
He, um, he, he, I, I don't know. Was what it was. I felt like I felt like I was watching like a bad Madden player on. <laughs> like he just kept calling like a cover three defense, and like Patrick Mahomes just kept throwing it to the same spot because he wasn't changing at all. Oh, like he just kept calling for the same thing every time with no variation. Didn't try to mix it up. Didn't try to throw anything else at Patrick Mahomes. Just let, like, I don't know. I just felt like I was just watching a bad Madden player that just called the same play because he had no clue what he was doing the whole time. But how much of that do you think is on the defense? It's not the defense, the coaching. I think some of it's on the defense move, but when you call the same thing over and over again, you have a good quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's not um, it's really the players it's, as much as it is the coaching. You can only do so much as a player when your coordinator is calling you to do oh, X, but you really need to be doing Y. Hey, what can you really do? Ooh, because if you go out of line, guess what? You're yanked off the field. So let me Terrible. Add- where did he come from, and how did we get him? He was the um, Chargers secondary defensive backs coach last year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Colts. Colts defensive back. Stane okay. Shaiken was the Chargers coach. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on the comment, Josh? I mean, look at it. Read it to yourself again. I don't have a scheme. Um, I'm going to start by being nice, and then I'm going to work my way into getting angry. Okay, so let's let's be nice for a second. He's missing Brandon Graham. Uh, we're missing safeties. This was McLeod's first game back. Didn't have a lot of practice time. They're playing the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs are one and two coming in. The Chiefs still have a great offense. They can kill you with explosive plays. They can kill you methodically. Kind of how they they kind of mix it up with us. That was a nice part. He had the deck stacked against them. That being said, what? He ran a basic zone, like a basic nickel package. Like we had a nickel cornerback, we had two cornerbacks on the sides, and then we had two safeties. And he just never changed the scheme. Our linebacker, I don't know if this is the linebackers getting lazy or if this is a scheme. Our linebackers slowly, if you watch the game, they start at like three yards behind their D-line and they gradually move back to like five. That's horrible. We couldn't even stop a basic halfback dive or half like halfback echo play where they're just blocking straight up. They don't even take into account – blocking for the linebackers. It's basically just block the men in front of you and run up through a gap. We couldn't stop that play. We can't stop the run. We We can't stop the run at all. We can't stop the pass. Okay. Our secondary getting torched is whatever that happens. Like that's just, that's just something that happens in Philly. Like our secondary is always good for like one big play. And I thought to myself, you know what? The Falcons game, the 49ers game, like what, what was the difference? We didn't give up that many points. I went back and, like, watched some of the highlights. The Falcons game, we had a lot of penalties on the Falcons offense that really bailed our defense out. The 49ers game, Jimmy G missed so many open passes in that secondary. And uh, that was also before Brandon Graham got hurt. So, Brandon Graham being hurt is killing us. Jonathan Gannon, he needs – he's not good. He's not proven. He can't just be like, this is my scheme, even though it's not a scheme apparently, and this is what we're going to do. He needs to be able to – change and make in-game changes when our defense is just getting pulverized. They didn't punt. They never punted. They didn't even think about punting. It was terrible. He needs he, he needs to change something big. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating as a fan. Um, and another frustrating topic, which I'll just transition to in a fan, and, and I'll take this one first just real quick. But Miles Sanders, um, listen to these stats. He's got 37 attempts, 169 yards, 69, uh, 4.6 yards per carry on average. Um, and he has no touchdowns yet. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm frustrated as a fan. Um, it's just, it's really annoying because you have a guy who's an elite running back, um, a great player, and he's just being underutilized. And no hate to Kenneth Gainwell. I love him. Um, I think he's blossoming into a great young player. But at the same time, like, it's just frustrating because, like, what's that doing to Miles Sanders' mental right now? Does anybody want to take this one first? Uh, I would love to take it, mostly because of what you just said about the mental aspect. When Sanders first came in the league his rookie year, he um, he 
did not – sometimes he missed the hole he was supposed to run through. Okay, that happens when you're young. They try to bounce it out. They think they have it. He kind of corrected that last season. He was a great runner. He hit the hole quick. Last season, he kind of dropped off in pass blocking and pass catching, but he really hit the hole. In Sunday's game, he kind of went back to his old ways where he was not hitting the hole, and I think that's from having a lack of confidence because he's not getting as many touches, okay? Kenny Gabriel can play. Yeah, he's rusty. I don't, I don't understand why he's not getting touches in the run game. If you remember two years ago when the Packers Thursday night game where we ran the ball, ran the ball with Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, we had that combo. There was a rumor after that game that said that Jeff Lurie and Harry Roseman yelled at Doug Peterson for running the ball too much, even though we just beat the Packers mm-hmm. in their own stadium. I really think that's what's happening here. Okay, because I know Kenny Gainwell played well, but a lot of his big plays were in the passing game. I don't think they want to run the ball, and I think it's going to – we're going to waste Sanders' potential. Okay, he's going to request a trade, or he's going to get rusty like we saw. He's going to bounce it outside. So we need to add more run plays. And even though our offense played well, you could tell the lack of run game in the red zone because the Chiefs were kind of just pinning their ears back and just waiting for our pass plays. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want to take this one next? I mean, not even Miles, but we have Boston Scott, who we haven't used at all this year. We have really good, three really good running backs that um, are probably, they're very good. But the fact that we're not utilizing them and the fact that we have an elite running back like Miles Sanders and we're not using him, like Josh said, it's a mental game. Um, You know, he is not used to getting the ball, he's very rusty. Um, and it just it just hurts us because we know we, he, what he can be. We just have to utilize him. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do, and it's frustrating. What do you think, Cole? It's frustrating because, like, you see the Cowboys and what they're doing with Ezekiel Elliott, right? Dude, he's just – he's been hammering the hole. Like, every game they're just giving it to Zeke, and he's, and he's taking it. I got him on my fantasy team. He's been racking up the points. I beat Salucci by like a point the other day because uh, Dallas played on Monday night or something like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's a shame that they're not that they're not running the ball, and uh, it, I don't understand why they're not even like putting up a challenge to the linebackers or 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 the line. You know, it, yeah. they're not even putting up a challenge. Yeah, but it's frustrating. It's yeah, it's super frustrating. And I liked Boston Scott, but you haven't heard his name in what a year. It's crazy. Yeah. What do you think, Tom? I think everyone already hit all the points, but yeah, like it just need to get Miles Sanders the ball. Uh um I I forget who said it. I think it was Jack who said it on Sunday, just between all of us. He was like what did Miles like? What did Miles Sanders do to Nick Sirianni? Like, seriously, he like he's a very talented player. Like, like he every time it seems like what what was the stat line from the Dallas game? It was like nine. It was like two carries, and each carry was like one carry was nine yards, one carry was twelve yards. Like, it's not like he's playing bad. It's just he never touches the ball. Right. And to get on to what you also said, Dutch, about the mental thing. We have a little bit of history as an Eagles organization the last two seasons of running out players we just don't like, not because they're not talented, but because we just want to run them out of town. Look what we did to Carson. Now look what we're doing to Sanders. As long as Andership doesn't like a player, we'll run them out of town and mess with their mental status. Yeah, we will. And that's that's a big aspect, too, because – Tom just hit on something that I want to hit on, and we have a special guest in the waiting room that I'm about to add in. I'm just waiting for him to give me the okay. You can even just give me a thumbs up if you're good. Uh, but, dude, the mental game, like, it's it's awful. Um, it's something that is just kind of crazy. Um, but somebody right here, I want to introduce him real quick, and then he can kind of take this question. This is somebody he went to high school with. This is my friend, Sean Murray, and all these guys Skinny are trying to remember him. Skinny guy. Skinny guy Murray. Skinny guy. How y'all been? Good, good man. How are you doing? Doing well. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I love the show. This hey, show, I'm, I'm appreciate awesome. you. 
appreciate you, bro. But look, what are your thoughts as a fan on like the Eagles underutilization of Miles Sanders? And what are your thoughts on like the mental aspect of football for him having no touchdowns yet? I mean, I think it's time for him to go, honestly. <laughs> and not that I think he's like <laughs> of talent. It's just running backs have like their their prime is like when they start in the NFL and then it runs like for about four or five years. Kenneth Gainwell is a rookie. I think they should just slowly give him the ball and more and more than next year, just let him have it and get rid of miles. Why? Like, I don't want to spend money on miles. Yeah. That's frustrating because like, that's an interesting take though, because so wait, Sean, are you a big Gainwell guy? Um, when I do like, for example, when I do fantasy football. I do like a, a formula where I look at his college production. He didn't play last year because he got hurt. I mean, he sat out a year. But um, the year before that, he had 1,300 yards, like 1,600 yards from scrimmage. But And his athleticism matches Miles Sanders, actually. Um, so, in my opinion, Kenneth Gainwell is a, a better all-around back. It's just he's just a rookie. You just got to wait for him to get more time. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's a fair point. Um, Tom, did you take this one yet? I did. Okay. Did Jack, did anybody not take it yet? We all got it. We all hit it. We're good. Cool. All right, bet. Let's move into the next topic. Um, I guess we'll let our guests go first. Sean, what do you think are the odds of the Eagles taking a W against the Panthers this week? Um, I'm actually really curious to see what Jonathan Gannon does. Um, I think Sirianni, like, I think his offense is kind of set where he's going to throw the ball a ridiculous amount of times and not run it. But, like, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Hurts, and I think he'll uh, play well against that defense. But um, I'm more worried about CMC coming back. I heard he's in pads this week, and I'm worried about um, us not taking Sam Darnold very seriously. But other yeah. than that, I think we're going to be fine. I think it's just going to be a, a 21 – you know, 21-18 games, something like that, low scoring. Yeah, that's a fair point. I agree with all that. Um, who wants to take it next? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. So I've got the highlights on from the Cowboys game right now. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're going to beat them. Um, the Cowboys didn't really smoke them, but, like, I think the Eagles have the talent to beat them. Sam Darnold looks good, though. Um, I didn't realize he looked this good. Um, it would be interesting to see him against Jalen Hurts. Um, but if, I think if Jalen Hurts plays like he did last week, um, maybe if we run the ball a little more, I think I think we can beat him. Um, I think it'll be high, like higher scoring too, um, especially if Jalen Hurts played like he did last week. But we'll see. Yeah, bro, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, Josh, you want to take this one next? Yeah, uh, I I agree. I think it's going to be an offensive battle. Um, I think on offense we need to get better red zone play calling. But besides that, honestly, if there's a game where you want to give up the run, which we obviously are doing, and throw the ball, this might be it. J.C. Horn's out for the Panthers. Uh, Gilmore isn't going to play, so that helps us. Uh, yeah, the story's going to be whether we can um, stop their offense, You know, whether we can stop D.J. Moore and uh, – Robbie Anderson from getting those big plays. Sam Darnold, I was always a fan of his. I think if you go to the Jets, like you're just not going to succeed. And I think you also don't get the credit if you go to the Jets. And seeing him in the offense, the Jets got the first win this weekend. Yeah, but they suck. They suck. CMC, seeing this is how much. ESPN, and honestly, everybody doesn't respect our defense. CMC is questionable this week still, and he has projected 27 points. I've never seen a questionable player on fantasy be projected 27 points. So if he plays, if he plays, it's going to be rough. If he doesn't play, if he doesn't play, we can stop their run game, and then we just have to shut down DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, and that is a good recipe for success. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. 27 points. I mean, in my opinion, look, I'll just take this real quick and then we'll kick it to somebody else. But look, it's going to be, I think you guys are all saying it's going to be an offensive game. I'm going to take the other end. I think it's going to be a defensive game. Carolina's defense this year, like I thought that they were going to be okay. Like maybe like a top 15 fantasy defense, top 12 maybe. They're playing like a top seven defense right now. Like they're playing out of their mind. And I'm a big Jeremy Chin fan. Uh, that game where he had 
last year two turnovers on back-to-back plays like what the fuck bro that was awesome like keep that shit up like i don't know in my opinion though like the Eagles, look, I'm going to be an outside opinion to say the Eagles are going to take this W. I think every game I'll say that the Eagles will win. But, like, this one, for the next three games at least, I think it's we play Tampa Bay and then we play – who is it, Josh? The Raiders? Yeah, we play the yeah. Raiders. This Wrong. is our best shot Wrong. to win. So we need to compete at least in this game. If you can compete with Kansas City and our defense played that well against Kansas City, which, look, I don't think giving up 40 points is playing well. But for three quarters, the defensive players, not the coach because I don't like Jonathan Gannon, but the defensive players held their own. So if you can play like that against Sam Darnold, and more importantly, our defensive line can do what they need to do and Javon Hargrave can get after Darnold, look out. Um, Has anybody not taken this one yet? Jackson, take it. Yeah. um, Yeah, I'm a little worried about, you know, if CMC's back in in action um, and if we have a scheme – Hopefully we have a scheme because apparently we don't have one right now. Like what? What the hell? Like, and also we need to stop the penalties. I think we need a. The penalties are the past two games have been really bad on the defense, and I think we need to stop doing that and run the goddamn ball more. It worked. It worked a lot, a little this weekend. Come on now, like we have you utilize Miles Sanders. Um, I just think. The defenses have a scheme, and hopefully CMC is not back because if he's back, then I think we're screwed. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, if he's not back, I think we can win. I think it's gonna be a three point game. Yeah, I think three so too. point game. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be like it's gonna be a kiss what is the spread? Everybody know the spread? I think it's four. Can you say that again, Jack? It's gonna be a pissing match. It is going to be a pissing match. Anyway, um, look, our last topic tonight, um, we actually ran through everything pretty quick tonight. Um, I want to try to cap it around 50 minutes. But what are your guys' thoughts, uh, like, for the NFC East this year and, like, final predictions? I mean, Jack, you're in the big screen, so why don't you just take it first? Like, after four weeks, what do you think is going to happen at the end of the year, playoffs-wise and record-wise? Like I said uh, last week, I think if we can – we held our ground against Kansas City – um, hopefully play really well against uh, the Panthers and then the Buccaneers. If we win on Sunday and maybe keep up keep up with the uh, Bucks on next week or following week, I think the the uh, Eagles will be in the first place. Um, I think that I mean, what was my, my prediction? And I'm so, I'm gonna still stand with it. Um, before we even start this podcast, remember that you asked me, Don, what it was. I sent your video myself. I think uh, they're going to be nine to seven. Um, I think that you know, it's it's a rebuilding year for the Eagles. Um, we have two. We have a young two young coaches, one coach that doesn't have a scheme at all, um, and then one that doesn't know how to utilize a run game. Um, but I think we can be in first place. Uh, I, it matters of if we. I think if we win on Sunday, and have a close game with the Bucks, I think we'll be in first place. Um, I hate seeing the Cowboys. Sorry, my family from uh, Dallas is on here uh, in first place right now. I hate the Cowboys with the passion. So I think the Eagles will be in first place. And that's going to be Eagles, Cowboys, uh, Redskins, and then Giants. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Josh? Uh, I think the Cowboys are definitely going to win the division, as much as it kills me to say. They really just – I just don't see a lot of weaknesses on that team, especially if their their secondary is top notch right now. If Diggs keeps playing the way he's playing, I, I don't see them losing. Uh, so I think they're going to win. I think I think the Redskins are actually a better team than the Eagles, but I think the Eagles are going to finish second place in the division just because, or the Washington Football Team. There, yeah, I was going to say, Josh, no, come on, keep it PG. Yeah, yeah my, my my bad, my bad. The Washington Football Team schedule is so hard. I just – they're going to finish third. And like I said, they're really the second-best team in this division, but they're just not going to finish with a good record. So I think we're going to go Cowboys one, Eagles two, uh, Washington three, and then the Giants. I'm so happy they got one win. That's going to be their only win like the next 11 games. So congrats. They're going to finish fourth. I don't think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs, but they need to win this game if there's any hope of making the playoffs because – 
our schedule is hard for the next three or four weeks. Then it gets very easy. We have a lot of winnable games, but we need to stay ahead in the division. And we were the only team not to win this past weekend. So we are quickly losing ground. And one week can change everything in the NFCs. So we the, this is a must win. I'm stamping the must win on this game. Facts. Where's your stamp? Where's your stamp? Boom. Fuck it. Anyway, Sean, what are your thoughts? Um, I agree with uh, Josh that um, the actually I think the Redskins are the best team, period, in this division. I think they're a quarterback away from being a contender. But um, I think Dallas is by far the best team. I think their offense is ridiculous. I don't think anyone in this division can stop them. I don't think anyone in this division is great, though, either. I think Dallas's defense has plenty of holes. I think they've had a lot of good luck. I'm not a believer in Diggs at all. He was horrible last year. I think he has potential, but I think we need to pump the brakes on him a little bit. But in terms of the Eagles, I have them finishing second. I think if they win the Panthers, they win the Raiders, then they win the Broncos and the Saints. And I think we will be in a wild card position. I think they're all winnable games. And I think like Josh said, the last six games are all that schedule's light. Uh, that's light work, easy. Um, yeah. And I think you, if you beat Dallas once, and if you can sweep the Giants, and if maybe split the Redskins, I think that is your path to the playoffs. And I think Hurts honestly is getting better each game. I think he deserves the rest of the season. Um, and I think our coaching staff needs a little time, too. I think we're all harsh on them. I think Gannon and Sirianni, they're both rookies, too. Like, they need to they need to get in there and, like, figure it out, too. If you, like, for example, Andy Reid, his first four games, he was god-awful. <laughs> he got blown out by 30 points in the fourth game of the season, his first year in the league. Like, everybody just needs to calm down. This is We have the hardest schedule in the division right now. But um, it, like Josh said, it gets a lot easier. But Jordan, come on, bro. The Eagles winning the division, bro. Yeah, bro. Division, bro. It's it's an Eagles podcast, so I gotta be uh positive. Keep the glass half full. You sound like Skip Bayless over there. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it though. Uh, I respect it though, Jack Cole. I mean, what are your thoughts on the division? So I'm kind of on the same page as Josh. <clears throat> I think uh, Dallas has it. Um, I think Dallas has it in the bag. Um, I do see the Eagles coming in second, um, and then Washington and the Giants. I think if the Eagles want to do well this season, or sem- like semi good this season, um, they have to like kind of continue on the path they're on, which is like improving, like Sean said. Um, like I think. Um, Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith kind of were starting to find their groove uh, last game. I uh, saw a lot of, like, chemistry there on the field starting to build. Um, seems like they're both kind of getting comfortable. Um, and Jalen Hurts was also working Goddard and Ertz as well. Ertz had a couple great catches. Um, so it seems like the offense is kind of starting to click a little bit. Um but you know, like I said before, a lot better than last week. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this week a lot better. Um, and at this point, the way the defense is playing, we just need to outscore the other team. Back. That's yeah. what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, we just need to play well. I mean, I'll hit this real quick because Josh just brought to my attention one last topic I do want to hit on because uh, it is relevant. Uh, but look, it's tough. I want to say the Eagles. I think that the Eagles have a better chance than people give them credit for. I think this team can surprise a lot of people. And like Sean and Josh were said, like, don't be shocked if the Eagles are like a wild card team. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, we also have two rookie head coaches. Like Sean said, I thought that was a really good point. Because like, we're a harsh city. Like, we got to keep in mind, like, give these guys time. Like, if there's one season where I kind of want them to make mistakes – it's this year when, like, I feel like we don't have a chance. Now, trust me, I still want to win games. I still want to be a contender, and it's frustrating when I see certain decisions. But it's like I remember Doug Peterson's first couple seasons. He had countless mistakes, screens on third down, like third and ten. It's like, what? But anyway, um, I, I think love, that the- I love screens on third down. That's Oh, I know you do because you're that kind of Madden player. <laughs> I'm a big, I, I love screens, but. 
Hey, Murray, uh, remember freshman year when I got five yards, uh, freshman football? <laughs> yeah. Josh didn't get any yards. Remember that? You were remember playing guard, and they fumbled a snap. No, I was playing center, and I fumbled that snap, and I picked it up. Okay, that's even worse. <laughs> I broke Mikey Drake's collarbone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, you want to talk about Devontae Smith and – no, that's not actually the topic. But long story short, the Cowboys, the Cowboys are going to win the division. I agree with Murray. But getting into our next topic, anyways, look, Josh brought this up. Did we screw up not picking up Jalen Smith? I mean, like the Cowboys linebacker. I like Eric Wilson. He had a great pick last game. But like, did we fuck up? Like, be honest. Who wants to take this first? Did we? Wait, did he get picked up by somebody? Yeah, he signed with the Packers, or they're close to finalizing a deal as of like an hour or two ago. That sucks. Uh. Yeah, I, I think we did a lot. Like I saw a lot of people yesterday on Twitter being like, "Oh, we need to pick up Gilmore." I don't agree with that because, like, adding Gilmore, I don't think helps our secondary as much as it like people think. And he's old. I feel like with Jalen Smith, we can start. He's still twenty six, so he's still groom. Our linebackers. I love Alex Singleton. I disagree with you, Dalton. I think Eric Wilson has been a huge, huge um, upset. I know we had that pick, but he. I don't think he's good. Again, this might be with Jonathan Gannon's scheme, but I think adding Jalen Smith would help. Yeah, exactly. What scheme? I I think with Jalen Smith, he can be a building block to our defense for next year and the year after. But I also didn't know he just got picked up by the Packers. So that changes things. Um, Kicking it to Cole, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's what we needed. Um, We needed a secondary player. we need we need someone that's like dependable back he played, there. He plays linebacker. Just to... okay, but still, we need someone that's like that can cover somebody. Yeah, Cole's not wrong though. Linebacker nowadays, Cole's actually right. You guys are laughing at him, and sorry, I'm chewing, but Cole made a good point. Like middle linebackers have to cover a lot in the NFL nowadays. Like he's got a good point. Keep going though, Cole. We also can't tackle. We need someone who can tackle. The, we haven't been able to tackle like this whole season so far. I tell you, in week one too. But yeah, it's what we needed. It's what we need still. Um, yeah, it's a shame. It is a shame, um, Sean. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? We we miss out on a premier linebacker, and that's a crucial position. Why the fuck would he want to come here? <laughs> like, he has the Packers. Like, I I mean, I'm sure Hallie Roseman called him. Like, but. I mean, I'm sure he had 10 teams offering him deals. Why would he want to be here? He just saw our team get beat by 40 points. But, I mean, the problem with him is he's so injury-prone. He's been injury-prone since Notre Dame. And, like, my only concern with him is, is like, I think injuries have might have ended his prime at 26. Like, I think he's a 30-year-old in a 26-year-old body. I think, you know, it would have been nice to have him. Anything is upgrade over trash, Eric Wilson and trash. Alex Singleton. I mean, they're both just average linebackers. They're death linebackers. So anybody you bring in here is probably going to be an upgrade, in my opinion. No, you're not wrong. As hot as I am on Eric Wilson, he has been a liability. Josh made a good point earlier. I got to agree with him. But he can't tackle and he can't get off a block at all. Our, did you see the Chiefs O line getting our uh, getting the next level? Not yeah. one linebacker got off. Like, that's why they'd be give up. This many rushing yards, our linebackers, not our yeah, dude. Our linebacker sets are so far off too. Like they're so far behind the D line. Like they have no time. Like of course they're gonna get blocked. They have no time to get up. Then you see the safeties. The safe. I mean, I understand the Chiefs game of putting the safeties that far back, but every play they're like fifty yards back behind the line of scrimmage. It's insane. What do you think they do in practice? That (laughs) (laughs) they don't have a defensive scheme. Um. What are your thoughts on this, Jack? Yeah, I just think we we just need linebackers. We our line our linebackers are not good at all. Um, I agree with Sean. I think he's very injury prone. Um, he's a good player, but I mean, I think we dodged a bullet. Um, but I think we need to get better linebackers. I'm a I'm a big big believer in Singleton. Um, not a believer in uh, Wilson at all. But um, I think we need another a better linebacking core, I think. I think the hope is that our three 
uh, high draft picks next year. Hopefully the cold stays a first round and we have three high first round draft picks and we could just go defense, defense, defense. Um, that's, I mean, that's what that is, that is do, is needed. Yeah. That's what we should do, but we'll see if they actually do it. They're not going to do it. They'll probably draft a quarterback. Hell no. <laughs> I, I don't want Spencer Rattler. I don't want Sam Howe, and I don't want um, Malik, whatever his name is. Yeah, no, there's, there's, uh, I don't trust any of these college quarterbacks. No, I don't trust the Eagles. <laughs> it's frustrating. That's a good point, Cole. I mean, Howie credit though. I, I keep hearing this. He drafted my lot. He drafted Josh Sweat. Get drafted Kenneth Gainwell. They're all late. He all his good picks are late. And all no, his bad the, picks are the, the more stories that come out, the more I think I'm realizing that Howie Roseman is kind of just doing. I think I think the bad guy is Lurie. Uh, I really do. And the bad guy is who? Jeff I've Lurie. Heard I've heard I hate Jeff Lurie. Because I hear like he like is super into analytics and his son is really into analytics and they make like yeah is how he's win. Yeah. So I I don't know. That might be, I, I have said a lot of mean things about Howie in the past two years and I kind of feel bad about that and I think they may be directed at Jeff Lurie. That's a hot take, but I like it. I mean I don't disagree yeah, with I can't tell. I can't tell. That's a good way to sum it up. But now that Josh brings up that point, there that would be such an interesting like thirty for thirty on ESPN. Like what could have been like you know like because when we came out of twenty eighteen when Carson was going to come back after that season, you guys know what that felt like. I don't even need to explain it more. But anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to put myself in a trance and depress myself. Um, guys, Sean, thank you for coming on, man. I mean, we all have, really yeah, happy to have you. Do you guys have anything that you guys want to say to wrap up? I'll kick it to everybody in order. We can start with Jack. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I just think, um, I mean, I wasn't expecting going into the season, winning the Super Bowl or any of that. I knew this was going to be rebuilding year. <clears throat> I, I I gave a lot of shit to Sirianni and uh, Gannon, but I just think give them time. Um, they're new coaches. Um, so, I mean, in due time, that can change their whole scheme. We could have a scheme eventually. Um, I think that uh, we need to give the ball to our running backs, um, and we need to start running with Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. Um, and I think we need to utilize Quez Watkins a lot more than we have um, because, I mean, they're double-teaming Devontae Smith because he's actually having a breakout, you know, starting to have a breakout season. Um, I think we need to do more screens, um, and eventually I think all the pieces will align and we'll become a decent team. <clears throat> Maybe give it a year. Yeah, good point. I mean, Sean, anything you want to say to wrap up? Um, I think Eagles fans need to just have fun this season, and I think they need to understand that what this team could be in three years is insane. You have Quez Watkins, Jalen Reger, and – a star in Devontae Smith. You have Dallas Goddard, who has four great years left. You have two building blocks on the O-line, and you have a quarterback, who, in my opinion. I, I like him. I think he's top 15. I think he'd be as good as Dak. And our D, I mean, our defense is, I think that's the only, I got an issue, but I think what Josh brought up, we have three potential first-round picks. I think we should use them on two uh, D uh, corners and draft Kyle Hamilton at a Notre Dame in the top 10. That would solve our issues right there. I think our D-line will always be great. I think we just have to have fun this year, just be happy for what we have. Yeah, facts, bro. All good points. I think I like how you said that, have fun this year. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, again, I, I agree, Sean. Let's have fun. Like I say every week, let's see. Let's look for improvement. I think I'm going to be hard on Sirianni this year, but I think that just comes with the territory. Overall, I like his offense. I would like to see more run plays. Like I said, I don't know if that's his call or not. That might be coming from upstairs. I would like to see him call better red zone plays, but that's going to come with coaching. I'm going to be a little tougher on Jonathan Gannon because I haven't seen him really do anything that like, even I virtually am impressed with. So I would like to see Jonathan Gannon maybe do stuff. Hopefully, hopefully we win, beat the Panthers. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, all good stuff. Um, Cole, anything you want to say before we wrap up? Not really, man. I'm pretty tired. I agreed with uh, 
with Sean. <laughs> Fuck off, Sean. <laughs> I'm on the same page as Sean. Um, I guess we're just having fun. Um, yeah, hopefully we went on Sunday. Got the boys coming over. So, um, hey, it's going to be a good time. Go Birds. Go Birds, baby. Um, anyways, guys, thank you so much for coming to our show tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, follow us on TikTok at 302Birds. Follow us on Instagram at 302Birds. Download the Prize Pick app and use the code Warzone. Uh, I think that they match your bet or something crazy. So check it out. It might be 10% off. It might be matching your bet. There's only one way to find out at the end of the day. At the end of the day, check out Warzone Sports Network. Please subscribe. And, uh, of course, the podcast is now on Apple Music and uh, Spotify. So give it a listen. Um, without further ado, we're on our way out of here, and let's hit that outro. <laughs>